the confusion surrounding the Vegas shooting story. Well, media incompetence makes a good excuse for media regulation. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Saturday afternoons, my normal time is 3 to 6. Today I'm on from 2 to 3.30, making room for the UGA game. Go dogs! And I'm happy to do it, but uh, that means I have a short amount of time and a lot to say. So I'm probably going to kick into fast-talking New Yorker mode. You're probably going to want to fasten your seatbelt. And uh, let's get started, because I haven't been on the air since the Las Vegas shooting. And there is so much to talk about on the implications of that, from the confusion in the story to uh, what it means for gun control, to what role Trump will play in that agenda. So I can't cover it all today, and I actually do podcasts with my trusty producer Binkley. It's called The Propaganda Report. And uh, we have done two on Las Vegas shooting, uh, talking about deep the deep issues of the gun control uh, agenda. Nothing you've heard anywhere else. And also my ideas about how Trump uh, folds into that. If you want to get that stuff, it's quite in-depth. Go to PropagandaReportDaily.com. It's episode 71 and episode 72. But what I want to start, and we can talk about some of that stuff later in this show. But what I want to start with is what's been happening this week, where the story is the story around Vegas. And I've noticed this for the past year or so. It's really part of the Trump phenomenon where the media itself is the story. And that really came to a head this week with actually several different storylines, but particularly with the Vegas shooting. There was changing timelines, contradictory information, just general confusion in the reporting. And for me, when I see that uh, whatever the big story is in on cable news, particularly like the national stuff that's blasted out of the glowing box in your TV room, that is the stuff that to me is is usually primarily propaganda. It is not what you see is what you get. It just doesn't happen to be the most important story that in the journalist estimation. And I don't think the journalists are in on it. I think, and I know actually, that at the very highest levels, like at the Bloomberg level, Associated Press and Reuters, which are the three news feeds that basically feed all the news down to everybody else, at that level, uh, the stories are, I mean, um, they're censored. I mean, they, they, they're, they're, it's picked and chosen what, what's highlighted, what reaches kind of the top of their feed, and, and all the, the media outlets just take their cue. I actually have a demonstration of that on that website, propagandareportdaily.com. Binkley put up a post with videos that, that show. Conan O'Brien pulled a prank on some media uh, reporters that just demonstrated they really just parrot what they're told. So, uh, so I feel like if this stuff is making the news, there's a reason. The story is there to promote an agenda or a policy. Uh, and and, and the, the, it clearly makes media look incompetent 
or reckless or irresponsible. I mean, that's what what many of these stories are leading to, and particularly the Vegas story. And for that, so so because I think this stuff is kind of designed, it's kind of pushed on purpose. I always ask why, and I think in this case there were two reasons. One is kind of straightforward. The other is more sinister. So the straightforward one uh, is this. I've been following mass shootings and terrorist attacks and that for, for years now. And one thing that happens uh, possibly every single time is that the story changes. The story changes from initial reports, from eyewitness reports, uh, initial reporting to over the next few days. The real facts change. The most common change is... Initial reports are often of multiple shooters, and later, often, if not always, it's down to one shooter, which many times that shooter is dead, either went around the corner and committed suicide or died in a shootout with police. It's just a pattern that I've seen. And I, again, feel like there's reasons for that. I I personally believe that it's the media allowing the government or whomever to manipulate the narrative to promote an agenda or a policy. And I get pushback on that because people say, well, no way. The media is just rushing. Eyewitness reports are notoriously inaccurate. Uh, They're just incompetent. And I just have never believed that. And I, I was listening to an interview a while back by a professor, Florida professor, called Lance DeHaven Smith. And he was saying... I don't know if he did the study or, or somebody else did it, but that if you go back and look at the mass shooting events, which or the mass casualty events, which first of all have there have been more of them in the past, since 2010 than probably uh, all of them before that. <laughs> For as long, I saw a graphic in the Wall Street Journal that indicated that nobody ever explains why all of a sudden, you know, in the Obama administration, mass shootings which which work well on the uh, gun control narrative uh, all of a sudden spikes. But in any case, if you go back in the real old ones, the re- the initial reports were accurate. And I don't know if he said the, every single one, but I think he was saying every single one in the old days, The uh, when the authorities came out with the facts, they were accurate. And the media reported it accurately. And the initial reports, uh, it, it happened in pretty rapid fire. So so it's not the nature of media or the nature of eyewitness reports for it to be all messed up. But if you want to change narratives to fit your agenda, you that you have to have that cover story. And that's what I think is kind of one part of this. But the, the more sinister purpose, in my opinion, is this idea of regulating the Internet. I mean, they want total information control uh, at the top. And... And that means several things. It means surveillance. So I called Obama the surveillance president. They get all the your information. And I thought it was going to be Hillary, but it, uh, Trump will, play, will do just as well, I'm sure, even better, possibly, that th- this administration would be the censorship administration, where they control the information you get. And uh, so this week... Trump tweeted uh, something that appeared to be off the cuff. Maybe we should suspend NBC's license. That's not a direct tweet, but something like that. And then an Indiana uh, legislator, said, a Republican, said we should propose, like made a proposal for a law that we should license, that Indiana should license journalists the way journalists call on gun owners to be licensed. Now, I 
I don't think gun owners should be licensed for the same reason I don't think journalists should be licensed. It's that the Bill of Rights is there not to describe, so these are our rights that these are being infringed upon by the government. They're not there, the Bill of Rights is not a comprehensive overview of all of our rights. It's a list of rights that our founders identified as being critical in our ability to resist uh, and push back on tyranny, on government itself. That's why if you look at the Bill of Rights, it's not about your, all the rights that you have. It's simply about the rights that are essential for us to push back on government. And the First Amendment is first for a reason. It, and it has the free speech and freedom of the press in there. The Second Amendment is second for a reason. It's the, it's the firearms. But you also have privacy and due process, all that stuff. So if you have the government regulating it, Clearly, that's a conflict of interest. You have the fox guarding the hen house. It's not going to work. You don't want that. So, so the rights, the voters, Republican voters, would never fall for that, especially if it came from Obama or Hillary. But they are, some people anyway, are buying into the argument but that's being pushed by some of the Republican leadership that there's a... Uh, that it's in our interest because the media is so biased to the left. They're so against, uh, they're so in favor of gun control. It's almost as if they're suggesting a fairness doctrine, that old rule that Reagan did away with that required radio stations, for example, to give the left equal time. So the f- people kept saying, oh, Obama wants to bring the fairness doctrine back, and, and the voters on the right went bananas. But now that it's being couched in terms of protecting the right, and this started to emerge when websites and stuff were suppressing the speech of uh, during the Charlotte, Charlottesville, um, the Antifa neo-Nazi uh, conflict, that, uh, that it was in the interest of the voters on the right to have some kind of government regulation of the press. And people are falling for it. And I just, I suggest that we uh, take a step back and, and uh, remember that the principles are, are sacrosanct and we need to defend them or, or all will be lost. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK are our numbers, but I also want to get some tweets at Monica Perez Show. I know, I noticed some people were pushing back on me when I suggested that. Binkley, do you have anybody, uh, what, do you, what do you got there? I have a tweet from We Are Great Again, who tweets, Many media scream for more gun control, so it's okay for the media to tread on my Second Amendment, but leave their First Amendment alone? Yeah, that's, that's the argument that this Indiana lawmaker made. It's he, uh, Jim Lucas, I think his name was. So he presents his law that requires journalists to have licenses as a in-your-face, this is what you get, journalists, for trying to tread on my gun rights. I'm going to tread on your First Amendment rights. But that's silly. You know, it's a trap. And, it, and um, it's a silly thing because... Two wrongs don't make a right. It's just you are stipulating that they have the that that there is a right to regulate that stuff, and there isn't, and there can't be because who would regulate it? The government, and and it's there to get us to regulate the government, not to get the government to regulate us. So I've got many more big big ideas uh, to flesh that out, and some of the kind of underlying. 
some of my other observations about the Las Vegas shooting and what it means for our future and the future of this country uh, because of the policy implications. So, uh, again, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 68 and overcast outside the studio. 7 on the Mellish Meter. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And I'm talking about how the Las Vegas shooting media chaos, as well as other stories in the news, are really coming to a head and leading to calls for media uh, uh, control. And I want to hear from you, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Bert and Cobb. Hey, Bert, you're on with Monica. Yeah, uh, some cities have had gun buybacks, and uh, people have marched by the hundreds of thousands in the national mobilization for common-sense gun laws. But the media is not the guilty party. The people who are guilty are the people selling AR-15s and assault weapons and selling weapons to criminals and uh, people with mental illnesses are not supposed to have guns. They're supposed to be screened out in a license process. How do you, who determines mental illness? What are the parameters? Well, if you have a history of being confined in a mental hospital you're not supposed to be allowed to buy guns in 50 states. Okay. All right. I, 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 for one, I was actually warned by a psychiatrist. He said this idea of mental illness being a deal breaker for gun ownership is very dangerous because in that profession, everyone is kind of on the spectrum. Nobody has a totally clean psyche. Now, you could, you could say that people do... Uh, forfeit their rights based on incompetence or prior bad acts. I, I think that that's uh, a thought. However, and we can debate that at another time, but I have an idea of what is really going on here with the gun, uh, with the gun control purpose. So I've noticed that it's always the long guns and the fast guns that are in the in the crosshairs let's say of gun control advocates and even the and and i feel like why is that why do they really go off what they call the assault rifles when assault weapons when it's the handguns that commit almost all of the crimes in this country and and i have a very kind of sinister theory which is they really only go after the uh, re- what I what I've dubbed resistance grade weaponry. So, what do you need the Second Amendment for, as far as protecting your own rights? The the reason the Second Amendment is in the Bill of Rights, which is a list of things we need to rights we need to have in order to defend ourselves against government. The reason the Second Amendment is uh, has that is that we need to be able to resist government if government is locked and loaded with tanks and armor and all this kind of stuff they are not going to we can't resist them with handguns yet if we show up with the handguns they can mow us down like the hungarian revolution or iraq that happened they they can actually 
target first movers because you show up with your handgun. Um, but but with your handgun, you don't really provide a resistance. So that's why I feel like it's it's so subversive to the Second Amendment to ha- to ban the big stuff. We can talk more about that. Keith wants to talk about how everyone is attacking the Bill of Rights. I really want to hear from Keith next. You can also call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. No, Senior Hunter. No, sir, we made the world. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Libertarian voice on WSV Saturday afternoons, usually, usually three to six. I will be on next weekend, uh, Saturday, three to six, which is my regular time. Today I'm on only two to three thirty, so we have a lot to pack in. I've been talking about the Las Vegas shooting and all the different policy implications. Personally, I feel that the First and Second Amendments are under attack here. The media anarchy, the media chaos that we're seeing, getting stories wrong. It'll probably cost somebody their life uh, or whatever at some point. So uh, uh, to foster these um, heightening demands to regulate the media. And these demands are coming from the right. They're coming from Republican leadership. So you have to... Don't be fooled by the R, you know, next to their names. They're not, ne- they're, they're not necessarily on your side. Uh, and uh, so I see, I see both of those amendments under attack. The gun, uh, gun control is a big thing here. I was just talking about how they always go for the long guns, the fast guns, the heavy artillery, even though most gun-related deaths are, like the vast majority are from handguns. Uh, They don't want those. They want what I have dubbed resistance-grade weaponry, the stuff that could actually keep us from, uh, keep the government in check. They don't want us to have that. The stuff that could make us a target for government, handguns, that that's fine. That's when they could they can come in and mow you down without uh, a second thought. I mean, I, I maybe I'm way too far down the rabbit hole, but I feel like, uh. I do think that that's what's really going on. So, opens your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And your tweets, at Monica Perez Show. My producer, Binkley, is here. Binkley, you got a tweet for me? Yeah, I got one for you. Deep State Intel tweets a video and says, Watch, police helicopters circling over Las Vegas shooting. Where's the video from the helicopters? I did not see that video, but... That brings up a good point, which is uh, not where's the video. Like, even if there were no helicopters there, even if that's not true, the there should have been helicopters there. There should have been uh, sharpshooters there. I don't believe that some reports said this guy from start to finish this this event was 18 minutes. I mean, it's just not believable to me. And it reminded me that if people will recall the Navy Yard shooting in 2013, the Capitol Police had a like a SWAT team. It was called CERT, and they uh, responded to the shooting within a minute, within two minutes. So it was a minute and a half, and they were told by a watch commander over the radio to stand down. And uh, and when the investigation came out, that said they were stuck in traffic or were responding to other business. You don't respond to other business when people are getting massacred. It's ridiculous. 
the guys, the the guys in the cert team or their representatives filed suit for defamation because they said we were there, we were ready. People died; they were outraged. So uh, I would just tell people that that. You know, alert people to the possibility that there's funny business going on here. The, yeah. You know, this promotes agendas, and the story from the beginning has been funny. I mean, did, did have you, haven't you thought so, Binkley, from the beginning? Yeah, it's made zero sense from the beginning. From the beginning, and then that helps with this weird media narrative, the confusion, because it makes no sense, and... Uh, you know, these, what I consider to be psychological operations, whether they take a real event and manipulate the facts or spin the uh, narrative or whatever, there's always an agenda at work. And uh, if you if you want to hear Binkley and I kind of go in depth on what some of these agenda items are, go to PropagandaReportDaily.com, episode 71 and 72. I think 72 is the, but by like... <laughs> tenfold or fiftyfold more than we've ever gotten many many hits correct yeah we we got a surprising amount of hits on youtube for that one yeah but of course as always they fully or partially demonetize it yeah. so it's free but whatever it doesn't matter uh anyway let's get to some calls or tweets whatever you want i'm going to keith in gainesville hi keith you're on with monica hey thanks for taking my call i was just wanting to uh chime in about Media control and gun control, first, they have one thing in common, the word control. Yeah. You know, there's right and there's wrong, and it's funny. A good idea could come from the left, and Republicans are like, no, they're terrible, that's terrible. A good idea can come from the right, and the Democrats are, no, that's terrible. Right is right, and wrong is wrong. And anytime somebody is trying to take any of your rights away, any attack on the Bill of Rights, it's not a good idea. I totally agree. And I actually invented a term in my glossary. I have a glossary that uh, it's called, well, I invented contrary law of democracy. That if you want, if you want your, uh, an agenda passed, get you'll resist it if it comes from the other side. But if your side leads you down the garden path, you'll back it so it won't as a caller once said the democrats will never get your guns it'll be a republican they have to use to get your guns i mean i i'm just saying if you can understand what i'm saying that that oh I totally agree. yeah you let your guard down on your own side right i mean look the trojan horse that's it you want to get an enemy inside disguise it as something else and that's exactly what it is that's how you get control uh, yes you tell people oh this is for your protection when really it's not and why do people think that these uh, uh, institutions, parties, whatever, can't be infiltrated? I mean, Trump's Trump's inner circle are all actually Democrats. <laughs> you know? The Kushner's cone, you know, the other guy, uh, Mnuchin, Mnuchin. Yes, I have trouble pronouncing that as well. Because <laughs> I think he pronounces it not the way most people with that name pronounce it anyway so i agree with you keith it's uh total i have i've been saying for a while it's total information control and that's what they're after and that's and and information goes two ways the government gets it from you that's what the surveillance state is for that's what the internet is for that was what obama was for and then this leg of it is they control the information you get that's why they're starting to pull back on what i consider to be a limited hangout the internet and that's where the censorship president whoever that was destined to be i don't know but right now it looks like it's going to be trump 
is going to control the information we get. And if you look into it a little bit, England's already one step ahead of us. There, uh, I think Theresa May uh, uh, this year suggested they transform the internet into a government-controlled entity. Uh, who censors the information because it's simply too dangerous to have freedom of information. It's just too dangerous. Danger, danger, danger. <laughs> like scare, scare. That's, uh, you gotta, when, it's, when, it, uh, when it terrifies you and that's why you're making a decision, that is a red flag that it, you're being manipulated, in my opinion. Uh, Tasha and Kennesaw, hi. Tasha, you're on with Monica. Oh, hi, Monica. Thanks for taking my call. I do definitely agree with you. Um, I believe they're trying to control our rights to get um, freedom of information. And if you don't agree with the fake news, just change your station. Um, But if the government gets involved and starts regulating, then who's the one to say what's fake and what's right news? Tasha, Um, I I have an observation I'd like to interject. I feel like, yes, what you need to do is turn it off. And when you look back, uh, I, I actually had this observation about, like, uh, pornography laws. I thought, it's hard for me to argue that you don't want some kind of, like, obscenity censorship in the media, like, for children and stuff. And then I realized, if they had never had that, media would never have taken hold. You would just never have allowed it in your house 50 years ago. And, and that propaganda tool would have no power whatsoever. So the answer, these people want this, the media to have power over you. They don't want to say just turn it off. That's, what, that's the right answer. You got it. I agree. I definitely agree with you 100% because we already have that in other countries like Venezuela and some other Central American countries. Their press literally has to go through the government before they can just send out their daily newspaper, and it shouldn't be that way. Um, Again, if you don't agree, then just change the channel. And if um, whatever administration's in office right now, if they're putting out untruths, then just disprove it by showing the truth, show the facts. And people on their own should have enough um, information to make their decision to turn it off and go to a better source for information. And that's the way you win, but not by regulation. Absolutely. And false information is so, or spin or propaganda is so much better, uh, it's so much worse than no information. Even Thomas Jefferson said the man who reads nothing is better educated or something to paraphrase than the man who reads nothing but newspapers this is thomas jefferson saying that so yeah turn it off free yourself the only, and that's why i think they have like the quote obama phone that's why they gave people hd tvs from the government not be not just because it's a money wasting welfare program but because imagine what power the poor would have if they were the only ones who were who were still able to think who weren't brainwashed i mean think about that how would you get people out on the streets like this uh focused on protesting the 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 form over the content the uh that what's in trump's heart trump's a racist let's let's take to the streets it's like no take to the streets because they're neutralizing your ability to resist government in the long term they're going to enslave your children if if your children have no way to resist tyranny that's what the principles are for and the constitution did not outgrow you know the the world did not outgrow the constitution these are real uh Principles that just look at them, think about them. They they're they are timeless. So I have time for I I am not timeless. I have time for one more call before the break. Matt in Stone Mountain, you're on with Monica. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Good. I agree How are you doing? With you totally on the uh, 
on the rights of gun owners to just, I mean, that's the real, I just got through at a gun show this morning in Marietta, and I bought a bump stock for my AK just because of the fact that I don't need to use that against anybody walking down the street or anything. I needed to protect myself from the federal government. Exactly. Because I used, I served in the United States military in a war. Oh, that makes you very dangerous, my friends. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what they yeah. always tell me. You know? Oh, yeah, baby. You're the one. You're the one who's going to be yeah. mentally ill. You're the I'm one with the... the... I'm the crazy dude. Yeah, you're the PTSD guy, man. You're the guy who should not be having guns, buddy. Yeah, that's totally true. But the whole thing is, it's, it's about protecting yourself from the federal government. And frankly, it's simply a deterrent. It's yeah, a deterrent. If they, you, know, if they know you can do stuff, then they don't want to come bother you. And if they know you can't do stuff, they will take you over in the long run. I mean, isn't that really the lesson of Kennesaw straight up? I mean, didn't they have all of a sudden this proliferation of legal gun ownership and the murder rate and everything just plummeted? There's just no yeah. incidents. They made they made everybody a legal gun owner who had a house in that county. And that's exactly what happened. Everything, all the crime rates dropped. Yeah, and it's just the activity goes away. It's not like there are all these confrontations. There's no confrontations. It's pure deterrent. But you have a place like India where there's no guns at all, and women get raped on the buses in front of people. Like, it's just nuts. So, anyway, no, that's a little intense. So, uh, let's, it's a good time for a break. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 82 is the high today, 64 the low overnight. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And I am going to Lee on Line 7. Lee, you are on with Monica. Hi, Lee. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling. Um, these problems with the press are not new. The best biography I've ever read of Washington... Uh, the president uh, coined the phrase yellow journalism. He had hell with the press. Thomas Jefferson said that thing about uh, the news being worse than nothing. Exactly. At the same time, uh, when Trump won the nomination, you had three executives of all three branches of the uh, uh, video news media come out and say they were going to destroy Trump. Now, I'm sorry, that's not news. That's propaganda. That's a arm of the Democratic Party, and at the very least, in my opinion, they should brought up on charges of campaign finance But uh, here's violation. something kind of ironic about that, that by doing that, by continually telling, uh, saying that Trump was a threat to the establishment, Trump was their enemy, blah, 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 they gave him credibility and got him elected. And the head of CNN created Trump in The Apprentice, that he was his boss. I mean, I think there's a rabbit hole there. Well, uh, at any rate, uh, the excessive uh, uh, process the, the, the press has gone through. Here not too long ago, uh, I think, it was, I can't remember which uh, station it was, but uh, it was a woman, I think her name is Maddow, 
was waiting around Trump's... Uh, oh, yeah. I, I got to take a break. But, yeah, she had some busted stories. But I think there's a deeper rabbit hole here. We'll talk about it after the break. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.